Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I'm so glad that you're here. We are starting off officially this week, our marriage series after last week's fun 15 year anniversary episode. We thought it would be fun to sit down together and just talk through a little bit deeper of what we shared on our 15th anniversary episode. So here we go. Hey babe, thanks for coming on the show with me again. Hey, (laughs) Uh, it's so funny we are recording for a second time second it's true i think there's gonna be many more to come (laughs) (laughs) okay that's my plan sounds good uh well i thought it would be cool to dive a little bit deeper into what we talked about last week on letting go of expectations and i think that's really important and i actually remember my older brother before we got married I think he told both of us, he was like, yeah, you guys should just remember to let go of all your expectations. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I know. I was just remembering that as we were preparing for the show. So, um, yeah, and that's, that's truth. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember being like, I don't have any expectations. What are you talking about? (laughs) I just want to get married. (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. Yeah. So. Well expectations do you think that you came into our marriage with expectations (laughs) that's a good question i think i did i mean i don't think we can escape the the way that we grew up you know seeing our Mm. parents marriage in some sort of capacity um and i think for me it's you know, seeing things that I wanted to emulate and seeing things I didn't want to emulate, um, which I think in a lot of ways, like put a specific expectation on me for how I wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I did come in with expectations of, you know, how it would, would look. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think I remember just even in those first few years, um, one of the biggest things, so I, I can be, be very per, uh, perfectionistic. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Sure. <laughs> we just made it one. <laughs> if it's not. A perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist <laughs> um, in a lot of ways. And so I remember having to like very early on um, let go of a, a silly expectation of how the dishwasher is loaded. <laughs> Um, and, and more so like where it would be something that would upset me. And then, you know, like I would let it upset me the way that the dishwasher was loaded. And then that could kind of like eat away, um, at kind of my, my expectation for the way that it was supposed to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, and just having to learn that I needed to just let that go, um, that it wasn't worth the the argument over something simple and silly as loading the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. 
but I think there's bigger things too of just um, us learning how to, as you know, we got uh, into parenting, um, just figuring out how to uh, let go of the expectations there, and um, and in our in our own journeys, I think it's we we had tended to very early on be kind of uh, centralized in us doing a lot of things together, which is awesome. But we, I think, it kind of got into this commingling of like mm-hmm. what our expectations were for each other. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, um, yeah. Well, and I, I think with the kids thing, even going back to that, I mean, letting go of expectations in this, in this whole podcast today, it's from how you load the dishwasher to what did you expect your family to be like, like with kids and your roles or how your kids would behave. (laughs) My favorite line to give every pregnant mom is you are the world's greatest mom before you have children because <laughs> you think you know everything and you think that you know how to make a kid behave and connect with your child and then you have children <laughs> and that gets thrown out of the window. So yeah, so from children to uh, your relationship and your marriage and how that's expected to go and and including our own faith journeys, that was a big one. Yeah. For me, right at the very beginning was um, expecting, you know, the typical Christian, you know, dynamic of the husband praying and um, just diving in and let's do a Bible study. And I mean, that's kind of like the fairy tale that you hear as a Christian girl that's grown up in the youth group and, and then expecting that and then you hit this journey of questioning your faith. And that was a big letting go for me. But the process of that was me trying to control it for so long. Yeah. Probably four or five years of like, why won't he pray more? Why won't he like, you know, want to do this with me or, um, but for me, what I learned in that was, um, really until I let it go and trusted that God knew what he was doing. Um, that's when, uh, you had this amazing faith moment, which we can share at another podcast, but, um, where he really encountered you and it wasn't up to me at all. At that point I had to let it go. And. Well, I think it's a, I think it's a really good point though. Cause I think from, from my standpoint, as, um, you know, as we met and I know everybody's story is a little different, but just from, from where we were at, I think I wanted to, I I wanted to be that perfect. Mm. I I wanted to live up. Yeah. This is a good way to put it. I wanted to live up to the expectations. I think you had on what it meant for me to be a good Christian husband, <laughs> yeah. um, which again, we just didn't know, you know, what to do with all of that. And I, and, and the, I think looking back on it, you know, we were in the rose cover colored glasses idea, right? Like mm-hmm. we went through marriage counseling and it was like, 
you know, like, oh, we're not going to deal with any of those issues <laughs> we because we just other. love each other and <laughs> we're going to live off of love and, <laughs> and all those things, right? Like, it sets up uh, like this f- kind of expectation for for you, for me. And then from my standpoint, it was like, well, there's no way I can live up to this or I have to be so perfect all the time that mm-hmm. it, you know, kind of like paralyzes me in, in yeah. some degree. And so then it's really hard to, um, to get out of that funk, if you will, of right. like, well, either I, you know, I can never do anything right or um, mm-hmm. just not knowing how to move on on from that and and to be honest i mean we again going back to the like our parents were uh our main example of all of that Mm -hmm. and nobody's going to do it perfectly and so you know we we come in and not maybe not knowing how to to handle that as well Mm. uh, or you know not knowing or as many you know as much premarital counseling as you want to go through like isn't going to really prepare you for just everything that can hit the fan like um on a daily basis and so it it was a learning process for both of us Mm -hmm. to figure out like and gosh we talked about a little bit last week like i mean 15 years in like obviously we have not figured everything out and i think anybody that has been married 60 years would say the same thing Mm -hmm. right it's just um but in in all of that i think what we we have started to learn more and going back to the whole dishwasher idea i think i learned it pretty quick that that there were certain things that weren't worth me getting so riled up about if you will um i because i my personality i can i can say that it needs to be this way and this and be perfect and then that being my expectation i'm going to be disappointed Mm-hmm. so many times yeah so either just letting that go which isn't always easy to do but just kind of picking those battles if you will <laughs> around what that looks like and um you know i think that was like a small step very early on for me in my heart like knowing how to react to certain things mm-hmm. um <laughs> fast forward into parenthood i mean we that's a whole nother like and i think your dad said it the best that mm-hmm. you know um it'll change your life <laughs> really i mean <laughs> no, really it no, will really. change your life i'm like uh-huh um, uh-huh sure okay got it <laughs> well and just the expectation again around what that's gonna end up looking like and right. and having to be on the same page around you know how you're going to parent your children and you know, what their sleep schedule is going to look like and, you know, just all the little things that can get you pretty sideways pretty quick if, Mm -hmm. if you want to try to control it. Right. Um, and so just having to let that go is again, not easy to do. And I think we've continued to learn that every day. Um, but I think just the idea of us being able to, to work, through that together um and i think over the last few years just learning how to have communication around that expectation Mm -hmm. um has helped tremendously yeah Um, no that's good i think that um it really each in each of those scenarios between you know the dishwasher 
the other spouse can take that on as, as a personal thing. Like, why is Josh so upset about how the dishwasher is run? Although you would never be upset. It was more on the outside. It was more you'd come and like rearrange it, which would then, you know, in, in the early days, it would irk me of like, why are you fixing it? <laughs> but now, 15 years in, I'm like, you go at it. <laughs> you fit as many cups and bowls into one dishwasher cycle that you can because it's going to go better than how I'm going to put it in. And just accepting that of letting go of that control because then it's like a tugging of the rope of, right. you know, no, I do it the way that I want to do it and no, I want to do it this way because it's better. And and learning to flow, I mean, he said that he struggles with perfectionism, but I have really grown to see it as that spirit of excellence of like, no, he just knows how to do it well. And, and granted, there are times when it still bugs me, like I'll be cooking something because Joshua has an amazing cook. Uh, well, like your family is all really good at cooking and you are really experienced with cooking and you love cooking. And then, um, I mean, so I'm sharing that because to prove we're still learning like that's an area for me that he'll come in the kitchen and say, well, you should do it this way. And then I'm like, oh, get out of my kitchen. <laughs> Please stop. Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, you know, even with the uh, parenting, that's, again, that accepting with what, um, accepting the um, maybe how you thought that you would be as a parent or how, um, for us, just the different challenges that we'd never would have expected to have and, and really leaning into those and accepting what God has given us as gifts and, and even just the, the gift of learning who we are in the midst of all of that and having gratitude in each of the scenarios, but especially in parenting, I feel like that's the most like refining and letting go of control when we, you know, think that we are in control until <laughs> you have a child that's, you know, maybe expecting a little bit more from you and you, you do have to meet them where they are, where they need you. And that's an area of letting go. Yeah. So. Well, and I think getting into that, like um, it is incredibly difficult in the midst of it. So any parent that is listening to this, like so much grace and like in, in where you are at right now, um, no matter if your kid is, struggling or if it's just a struggle or if it's going smoothly right now just lots of grace in in wherever you're at but i think the idea of what we've learned um for our kids is just the because i i wasn't i i guess my point in that is i was not good at it when it happened i didn't know what to do with it when my expectations were not met, especially around my children. Mm. Um, because I think there's, especially if you've grown up in the church, 
um, like I have, I, I, I feel like there was like this expectation of, again, going back to that kind of perfectionist that we're, you know, we're supposed to be, uh, kind of in control of, of our children Mm -hmm. or that we're, yeah, we're, we, we have to have it all together, you know, and, and that's, it's just a lie. Um, it's, it's, puts that pressure on parents to to think that you know i mean going to church like you have to be put up and perfect (laughs) and you know to show everybody that you know that's what it can feel it can feel that way right yeah sorry um and i think that's where you know for me coming into it and then when it and that maybe this is like a subconscious, like why I love the baby stage. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love the baby stage because they, there, there is, there is no expectation for mm-hmm. them, right? There's no, you know, you shouldn't be crying right now mm-hmm. um, because they just don't know any. But I mean, it just right. is what it is, mm-hmm. and you have, like, in that sense, you have to let go of that expectation because they, you know, that they can't control it right yeah um as they get older into the twos and threes and it's they start to have this little will around them (laughs) that was where i just started to struggle because Mm -hmm. it was like i don't know what to do with this i don't know how to control it i don't know how i don't know what and and you want to know you know and you've read all the books on parenting and um you you want to have like a a game plan obviously yeah um and you have to be on the same page with that but then there's sometimes where the there game is pl- no there is no book for it there's <laughs> no. no um and you just kind of have to roll with the punches and and trying to figure it out and you know sleepless nights and being exhausted the next day and you know trying to hold it together so that you don't blow up even further on, mm. you know, and, and just all those different things. But it, I think it all comes down to that expectation of, uh, you know, we, we, we don't want to be looked at weird in the grocery store, right? Ooh, yeah. It's an expectation. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I want to, I want my kids to be acting a certain way so that I don't look like a fool right. in the grocery store so that the lady down the hall that has the judging look. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, again, I know exactly what you're saying. It's, it's yes. all expectation though. It like is. it all comes down to that person has an expectation that your child shouldn't be crying in the grocery store mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And then your expectation that you need to please that person for some weird reason, mm-hmm. uh, then that expectation gets that was put, totally put on kids, your mm-hmm. kids and then you're flustered and you're freaking out and mm-hmm. it it just it, it all comes back to those expectations that we and unknowingly have i mean it's right. it's just kind of it seems like it's built in to what we uh, what we carry on a daily basis no matter where we're at right um and so i think i think just being aware of it mm-hmm. is is kind of the the first step right in you know if you're newly married then it's Okay, what expectations do I have for my spouse? Mm-hmm. What what am I coming into this with? And just kind of like thinking about it holistically yeah. and and kind of take like taking a step back from it. Mm-hmm. Um and and talking through it with your spouse to try to figure that out. And I think 
if that would be any advice that we could give in that would be as early as possible, start to have those conversations Yeah. around what expectations do you feel like you're coming into it with and, and being very open about that and non-judgmental to yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's that. huge. I mean, the judging against yourself, I mean, just being real, like we just had a conversation of, you know, expectations I was putting on myself and <laughs> having a real time conversation of what are the shoulds in my brain and judgment on myself. And because that can, I mean, that hits on every area of our life, whether it's health, whether it's our job, whether it's parenting, um, you know, our relationship with Jesus and all of those areas. And it's good to take a step back and and really be intentional about asking, what is it that I'm carrying that is an expectation that may not be what is necessary right now to carry? Well, and I think, I think about one of your last or your previous podcasts about the father and the, uh, the prodigal son, right? That, mm-hmm. that idea of like, the prodigal son coming back had this expectation that he thought his father would want Mm -hmm. from him um, of like, I need to prepare the speech to be welcome back. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's that expectation. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that. But um, it's the idea of like, letting go of our own expectations can be very freeing and very welcoming. And a lot of times we see like kind of top down, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we have this thought of God, the father being a certain way and having expectations. Mm -hmm. And then that gets translated into, you know, a lot of the times our earthly father Mm -hmm. and then, our spouse and then our kids and it just kind of trickles down. But when we kind of go top down and like, okay, like what are the expectations? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think back to like when Jesus was here talking to the Pharisees, like that was always the question of like, Oh, what is the expectation? What does Mm -hmm. the law say? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going back to that and him just making it super simple and of like, just love one another. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what you're, what you're called to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And like when you bring it into a, a relationship, a marriage relationship, mm-hmm. like that's, that's what we're called to do is just love one another Yeah, through that. Um, and again, going back to like having those conversations early on, I think can just bring a lot of freedom in like talking about it. Because for me, when we were early early on in our marriage, like I'd end up just being in my head a lot. Right. Yep. I didn't, I didn't express what I was feeling or like, I didn't say, you know, this is my expectation and you're not meeting that and mm-hmm. let's talk through it. It just would be me kind of replaying things in my head, which is not healthy. Right. And then fast forward to kids, same kind of thing of like, you know, you had like my expectations with the kids were I was trying to figure it out, especially when they got a little older and like, mm-hmm. okay, well, how do we handle this? And I didn't know what to do yeah. a lot of the times. And so I'd just be in my head or, mm-hmm. and then I'd blow up or, you know, something right. would happen and 
I'd think, oh, okay, I just I need to control this because I need to be the man of the house and I need to <laughs> make this happen, whatever. Right. And then that would blow up. Right. <laughs> like that was never like very rarely was that ever helpful. No. In the whole situation. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's. It, I think if if that would have been really expressed to me or, or feeling like I had the space to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this can be really difficult. Like I, I, it's taken us a long time to get to a place where we feel ultimately safe with each other in that. Right. Yeah. Um, which is really hard to say. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you want to be happened in real time. Yeah. So. I mean, you want to be completely safe with the person that you're, Mm-hmm. you know, committing to spend the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. And yet there are so many places, like, especially early on where you just, like, you hold you hold back. Right. Um, well, if they only knew. You right. Know, they really knew me or just that internal. It's that internal, fear, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good takeaway is just really um, expressing what you can of what you think your expectations are. And then even just as simple as being aware and just to put that thought in your head as you go about the rest of your day, you know, how much of my thought life is expectation? And, and those shoulds. And the shoulds, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I think overall just being aware of how much that can control your whole life of, well, I should go work out. I should go to the store. I should <laughs> clean the dishes. Um, when sometimes it's just our presence is needed and being fully engaged in the moment Yeah, and where everybody is at. Well, and I think it's, it's worth mentioning too. Like it's, um, it's not a complete lack of responsibility if that makes sense like it's not just like oh throw your hands up and be you know like right oh i don't have to do anything no 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 if that makes sense it's more of just because you definitely have a choice to sit on the couch and do nothing the rest of the day because you don't want to do a should however right (laughs) that's not loving and (laughs) right (laughs) and we have to figure out Again, I think it goes down to the like root and the core of like why you're thinking that way, right? Mm-hmm. Of like um, just kind of shifting your your thought process around um, the expectation or the should, and uh, understanding that yeah, there might be certain things that you have to do that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. but understanding like, why, why do you feel like you have an expectation around it? Right. Mm, yeah. So I think about like, again, growing up in the church, like a, a quiet time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know you've talked about this before, but the idea of like, well, I should have a quiet time. Well, <laughs> there should be no should in that. Right. It should, it is a like outflow of like, wanting to spend time with somebody right instead of a duty or a checklist right and and i think that is kind of the idea behind like every relationship if it's a should i should then i think it's just checking that and saying well why is that like where did that come from Mm -hmm. where did that expectation come from yeah that i should 
my my kids should act a certain way mm-hmm. or and i'm not saying that just let your kids run wild either like the, no. there's there's like this weird balance there but it is also a um if 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 it's an outs if it's an outside source saying that you should do something right you should at least question it right and ask yourself what's the motive right um yeah that's good yep mhm i think to kind of wrap it up too one thing we didn't talk about very much was just that idea of like on the spiritual side of things yes i did want to hit on that of us having expectations. I know you talked about it briefly at the beginning mm-hmm. and just your expectations towards me as a, you know, yes, the man of the house. And, but go ahead. I was going to say and, that uh, in the letting go of that, it's more beautiful watching my husband have a relationship with the Lord um, when my hands are not trying to control it. And, and watching that, watching that relationship build, again, it goes down to, um, what is my, what is my role as his wife? Yes, I absolutely pray for my husband and I pray that he can encounter Jesus daily. And what does that look like? It may look different than what my walk looks like. It may not be waking up at 630 in the morning and, you know, journaling out for pages and pages like I do, or it may look completely different for him. It may be serving our kids and like loving them in the morning when, (laughs) which is probably more holy, like where, like going to get your coffee and you sitting down with our kids. I mean, that connection that Jesus would want you to have with our kids versus, you know, me hiding outside. I mean, like, don't talk to me until I'm done with my quiet time. (laughs) You know, there's like, it's just a fun, um, it's more exciting to watch from the outside um, how my husband's relationship with the Lord has really come into its own than, you know, drilling him all the time of like, why don't you pray more? Why don't you... Um, or, you know, like well, lead us in a Bible study every yeah. week. Um, and I think, I think that again, um, it's hard because that ends up being a lot of the expectation for a man in the Christian world of like mm-hmm. you, it's a, like, there's this duty mm-hmm. side of it mm-hmm. that's, it's really hard to know what to do with as you know, a, a young husband and then a young father, like knowing how, how to do that well. And you want to, like, from my standpoint, like I wanted to do all of those things, but it, it couldn't come from a, a duty for me. Like mm-hmm. it was, it had to come from a place of like desire and like him filling to overflow, right? right. Kind mm-hmm. of idea. And I think, I think we, we do a disservice to like to expect right all of that um in a way it, it now granted and i could talk about that all day of around just the expectation from the church right which 
I don't want to be controversial in any way, but it, it's the idea of like, it's not very, it's not very desirable mm-hmm. for men to, mm-hmm. to be, because we haven't, we haven't made it about Jesus. It's about this duty. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, your duty at home, your duty at church, your duty at work. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the desire that we want out of that. Right. right. And the, the fun and the joy and the peace mm-hmm. that can come from that outflowing rather than just grin and bear it and right make sure that your kids are doing you know doing what they're supposed to be doing yeah um so real quick um the show that we just watched the uh the english, the english game the english game plug <laughs> on <laughs> plug, netflix not plug. uh just just that i mean it, it's very it's very interesting just the whole like idea of duty mm-hmm like looking at the, the one of the father the father figures in that show was like harping on his son for wanting to continue to play soccer mm-hmm. football um, <laughs> and it was very much duty of like you know you should grow up you should you should you should you should right, right? um and then like his, his wife coming to like this realization of like this is just a part of you right it's part of your heart, heart yeah. yeah and like not not um squelching that yes but like letting it kind of come to life Mm -hmm. and seeing like his dad seeing him in the show Mm -hmm. um it was just yeah it was just a cool picture of like um kind of that that turning around of like the instead of the should it's right this is just a this is a part of you right this is i don't know that letting go of the expectation from the father's point of view right to his son. And even from and, the wife's point of view, too. And the wife's. Yep. Right. Yeah. Because as she let go, that's what is cool, is because as she let go, he really became who he was supposed, like, not supposed. That's who he was. And he came to light even more so once she kind of let go. And he let go of his father's expectations. Right. And all of that to say... That's what we're trying to say is letting go of expectations. And I think with the spiritual side of it too, I had to come to a place of realizing that when I die and I'm standing before the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, I'm accountable to me and me. Right. <laughs> so um, that is up to Joshua like his standing before God, it's just going to be him. And that's his journey. And I can pray and lift him up. And and Lord knows that I am Joshua's warrior. And um, I love praying for him. And it's my job to stay in my lane and to worry about my own inner workings and what Jesus is trying to heal. And there's plenty to go around <laughs> in that that just personal relationship with Jesus. So I guess all that to say, my my advice would be to women that are so yearning for a husband to do the typical church-led thing is pray. You can pray and then take all of that energy and pour it into your relationship with the Lord and that is something beautiful to hold because 
there's nobody else that's going to love that deeply like Jesus loves you that deeply. Well, I think it, again, going back to the, I don't want to harp on this so long, but the whole duty idea mm-hmm. when it's a, when it becomes freedom, then it is attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's good. And I think that's where, like why Jesus was so attractive was there was so much freedom mm-hmm. in in what he was talking about and like it wasn't this law it was yeah it was just come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden like that that was it and so the the idea of like bringing it we're bringing a few shows that we've watched late <laughs> but um corona (laughs) (laughs) Uh, everybody's stuck in their their house watching shows all the time but um so we watched the show the chosen i i i keep thinking back to peter and like how it was it was very much like this duty Mm -hmm. of like uh, and and barring the Pharisees, the whole piece of it too. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty easy to see. But I think about Peter and his character mm-hmm. of like like so much duty around mm-hmm. having to strive and like right. do all this stuff, and then meeting Jesus, and it was just kind of like this this total freedom, right? Yeah. And of just like seeing his whole demeanor shift mm-hmm. to like just being with him. And yeah. being things being provided, mm-hmm. and it, it, instead of the duty of like right. I, I I have to I have to I have to I should I should I should, mm-hmm. um, and so I don't know I think that's it's so much more attractive to men in general, and I think that's why that's it, it's not attractive because we make it so dutiful still yeah um, and pharisaical still yeah um that when it is attractive i think you get to see a, a, a glimmer of that and it can open and so I, I i bring all that up to when you we when i see my wife pursuing him and spending time like it's it's more attractive to me because i see the fruit of that mm-hmm and then it's like, well, and I always have to battle the shoulds. I, yeah. I do. Um, but when we see examples of that and when you see it in other people, the example of like this lightness mm-hmm. around them, that is the attractive piece to it. And that's yeah. what makes you want to like find out more or, you know, dive in deeper right. um, of like, like you shouldn't. You shouldn't, um, <laughs> you shouldn't be, we see those people like in the circumstances that they're in. And we've been in those circumstances of like, you shouldn't have joy right now. And that they, they have joy yeah, or they shouldn't have peace. And yet there's peace. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's where it can be very attractive right? Um, and drawing people in. Yeah. And we don't see that very often. Mean, meaning it's not that it's not out there. We just a lot of times we just aren't in a place to see it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Well, so stop shouldn't. Don't should on yourself. Don't should on yourself. And yeah, 
dig into your expectations that you're telling yourself and, and really flesh that out and be kind to yourself in that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't, yeah. Don't make it another should. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I shouldn't be feeling this way. Um, right. That's good. But being aware of those expectations and, and talking through it Mm -hmm. with your significant other or with somebody that is close to you around what that, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All right. With that. Thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks, Bama. You're amazing. Good. Good to be here. Yes. Look forward to the next conversation. Yep. It's coming. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.